This is In Focus. I'm John Lieberman, joined by a very special guest today, Jesper Schleiman, the Chief Innovation Officer from EMEA North. Jesper, it's so great to see you, and I want to jump right in because you know this better than anyone. We're seeing an unprecedented wave of innovation and transformation now during the midst of this global crisis. Why is that? Why has this crisis sort of set this in motion? Well, I think essentially the, uh, the crisis is acting like a tsunami for purpose-driven innovation, uh, wasting across the inefficiencies of the enterprise to uh, figure out how they can help the world really run better and innovate in a very short time frame, making goods, services, and even decision-making happen at the, the speed of trust. Um, so I think really that it, it, it's kind of like a pressure cooker so to speak. And it makes it crystal clear uh, for enterprises that either they need to pick up the gauntlet and act uh, or not. So you, you lay it out as a pretty clear choice, right, for businesses. They either need to choose to do it or, or, or not to do it um, in the context of purposeful innovation. So explain that a little bit more. Well, I, I see it this way, right? On, on of course, uh, on a short term, I think right now, the future legacy of enterprises are being written in stone almost, right? People are taking a stand, and I believe not only uh, the future consumers, uh, but also future employees are looking very closely. Just look, for instance, at, at the tech sector. We've had a certain up and down uh, relationship for that here in Europe. That's really being, uh, I think, um, mended a lot but also other enterprises who are doing really well. Uh, and they are finding that they can actually have a positive contribution and provide meaning uh, for their employers and actually do good for the world. How does the purposeful innovation strategy, how does that kind of fit in or how is it a key to a successful customer engagement strategy? Well, as a, as a purposeful innovation strategy, for me, I mean, going into a crisis, uh, there's no doubt that at some point you have to accelerate out of the crisis and create long-term growth, right? We, we cannot uh, save our way into, into growth and create new revenue streams. And purposeful innovation for me is acting as a north star, so to speak, to align the, um, not only the resources uh, and the employees and the strategy of the enterprise, towards uh, uh, building a positive narrative and moving forward. And by, by doing this, it is also uh, helping the enterprise connect to its true strength, its true relevance in this world, and also creating then, in turn, sustainable experiences that has a long-term relevance or better relevance for, for customers and future customer experiences. Give me a sense, Jesper, of what SAP is doing to kind of help support the enterprise recovery and, and growth? So uh, obviously a couple of the things that are important is uh, both to act uh, short term and leverage uh, your best assets, right? If you are, and free them up uh, for others. So I think you've already heard that in SAP, we've looked at our software platforms, for instance, uh, the experience management platform of Qualtrics, open that up uh, for employers and, and managers to get a, a good pulse and even uh, support global supply chains to opening up their Reaper part. 
but more so, it's also about using the innovation muscle and unleashing those around 100,000 employees of SAP towards purposeful innovation. So using our One Billion Lives uh, program, we have uh, in the COVID-19 sprint come up with more than 450 ideas uh, led by our sustainable ventures organization as well. Um, and we've evaluated these, which is all about how can we leverage uh, the SAP software together with our ecosystem of partners and customers to uh, to help the world run better and accelerate out of this crisis. That's one. That's a short-term example. Uh, the other one we're thinking a lot about and we're working on is, is helping enterprises steer the course towards more sustainable innovation and stay accountable uh, through our work in building a global sustainable uh, impact management platform for enterprises. Yeah, tell me more about that because I know that that platform is is fascinating. Tell, tell us a little bit more about, about that. Well, I mean, one of the things that, that we see the crisis is helping is to uh, accelerate the digital transformation of uh, across industries. And as this is happening, we're seeing more and more enterprises wanting to transform also to run more sustainably. And uh, to help them steer the course uh, to ensure, you know, you're going in the right direction at the right speed, we believe you need to be able to measure that in a, not only a more simplified, but also an aligned way. So through the establishment of a global platform, we are mapping performance data, the operational data, uh, the transactions of the enterprise and the actions of the enterprise towards the actual impact. So from data to impact, of what the enterprise is doing in the sustainability impact management platform. And as such, helping them gain transparency of their actions uh, to create more sustainable operations on the one hand side and in turn deliver sustainable customer experiences for long-term growth. Yeah, that, that's so, so interesting. And, and I don't wanna uh, leave the interview without just asking uh, a couple more things. One is you had sent a note about sort of the four phases of handling a crisis. And I thought that that was really fascinating because you talked about coping, reaction, adaption, and then reorientation. I want to focus just for a second on the reorientation part. Talk about that, flesh that out a little bit more um, for, for our viewers. So uh, as you move, Move into a crisis and you're moving through these stages with, with increasing awareness. Uh, it's kind of accelerating off the deep end of the crisis. What you really want to do is create a strong, positive narrative towards a new world, right? Where you're leaving behind the mental models of the old world and what used to make you successful, orienting yourself towards the new world. And here, the, the positive narrative is, is really important. And to help you steer that course, it's all about creating the excitement in your organization and keeping the energy level up. And this is where also purposeful innovation that's much more closely aligned to, to uh, unlock uh, the focus uh, and the motivation of your employees can, can carry you forward and keep that momentum going as you no doubt need uh, going out of such a, a tough crisis. And, and here's a bit of a tough question, but I know that you think about business strategy kind of 24 seven. When you wake up in the morning first thing, what's the biggest kind of concern that you have in this realm about the future? And what's the biggest um, optimistic uh, thought that you have about the future? Well, that's a tough question, John, but thanks for asking. And I, I 
am uh, an optimist by nature. So, but my concern, of course, is that this uh, crisis will be, be uh, prolonged. Uh, and it will leave us to take steps backwards uh, towards um, a pure focus of business of just uh, the business of business is to do business only. Why well, I thought we've been on a very good path uh, accelerating out of Davos in the spring around a more, um, let's say, wider notion of the purpose of why we drive a business. And I hope and what, what sort of keeps me positive is that this could also be a great opportunity uh, as we're thinking about kickstarting the economy again about the future to uh, build it in a much more sustainable way, right? We will for sure need to kickstart it and there will be, let's say, a lot of funds being unleashed to do this. And I hope that if we can kind of use that as a platform to, to have a more sustainable focus, we can really um, create, uh, I think, a better world, a world we all want to live in. And that's something I would love to look forward to. Absolutely. I, I read a piece the other day, and I'm just curious on your uh, opinion on it, uh, because I know you talk about purpose DNA a lot. For companies or, or brands that haven't really thought about this before, and they see it as kind of this huge undertaking, I'd imagine you would say, there's no better time to start than right now, but how do they really start? Yeah, thanks, John. And, and, and I think that is the key question. Is that the first thing is you have to think about what's your relevance, uh, discovering your, your purpose DNA, we call it, right? And that's about, let's say, taking kind of inventory uh, of the resources at your, at your disposal, but also your role in the wider value chain or ecosystem of players and seeing where can I kind of close the, the loop uh, on creating a positive reinforced uh, cycle uh, to create better, right? Um, and one good place to start, for instance, could be uh, to conduct, uh, we, we call it a, a sustainable impact lab, where you pull together kind of a, a rock star team of, of digital athletes, uh, maybe, and, and, and business representatives from your team, taking that inventory and also looking towards potentially using things like the sustainable development goals set forth by the United Nations and saying maybe there's one or two of these goals that we should be focusing in on and then applying our uh, purpose DNA towards solving these things. And that will allow you to really uh, focus uh, and move with much greater speed and agility uh, as this higher goal will, will provide kind of a North Star uh, for, for your enterprise and helping you break down the organizational silos and that's it's all about agility but also working with much more motivated employees and this is where you get uh, the speed uh, at. So I think there's also a lot of value in, in doing it uh, like this. Jasper Schleiman, Chief Innovation Officer for EMEA North. Jasper, thanks so much for uh, spending a little bit of time with us. Much appreciated. Thanks so much for having me, John. I really appreciate it talking to you.